welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 301. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series, The Moves of God. Today's scripture text is taken from Psalms chapter 7, verses 1 to 2 and 14 to 17. O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. Save me from all those who persecute me and deliver me, lest they tear me like a lion, rending me in pieces while there is none to deliver. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out, and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. This text was taken from the New King James Version. We definitely see that this psalm is titled A Psalm of Prayer and Praise for Deliverance from Enemies. King David clearly did a lot of talking with God. Where did he find the time to do so, you may ask? He made the time. It was a way of life, and as a consequence, he took liberty to discuss with God all the things that bothered him, including telling the Lord about the people that confronted him with intent to harm him and destroy him. Even though David was so close to God, at one time, The Lord spoke of him, saying that he was a man after his own heart. Yet he, David, was tried and tested. He had numerous enemies. He obviously was not a macho man. He relied on God for his defense and security. Thus, he opened this prayer with an appeal to the Lord, saying, that he puts his trust in the Lord, and he needs the Lord to save him from those who persecute him and hit out at him. 
David mixes his prayer with praise and observes many things to the Lord concerning how wicked people operate. He even told the Lord that if he were guilty and deserving the persecution, then he asked that the Lord should let his critics, his pursuers, and others have dominion over him. However, in the end, David, with boldness, asked that the Lord will let his enemies fall into the very pits they have dug for him on the basis of their falsehoods and lies. We are living in days with people who have no appetite to be truthful, honest, or God-fearing. They instead are presumptuous, loud, aggressive, and liars. What do you think will happen to them in the end when you pray? Today in our devotional, we'll be discussing Gideon discusses the plight of the children of Israel with the angel of the Lord who appoints him to defeat the Midianites. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series, The Moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the Shining Light Wesleyan Church, located at Canal No. 1 Polder, West Bank Demerara, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Rev. Charmin McLean. The Shining Light Wesleyan Church meets on Sundays for Sunday school at 10.30 a.m. and for devotional services at 12 noon. There is also a Spanish service held there two Sundays per month at 3 p.m. Residents in the West Bank Demerara communities are invited to make plans to attend this week. Reverend Charmin and team will make you and your family feel highly appreciated. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 301. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, the White House issued the remarks by Vice President Harris aboard the USS Howard Naval Ship in Japan on Wednesday, September 28th. The White House submitted that Vice President Kamala Harris observed that President Joe Biden and her, along with the entire country, were deeply grateful to each and every one of the service members for their work and for their excellence. The Vice President added, that the United States military, without any question, 
is the strongest and best fighting force the world has ever seen. She followed up saying, so sailors, whether they were an electronics technician or a mechanist mate or a culinary specialist, each day they advance America's interests, both her prosperity and her security. That their presence in the region was to defend international law, including freedom of navigation, both of which were vital for America's security and her economy. Lastly, Vice President Harris argued that the United States will continue to oppose any unilateral change to the status quo in the Taiwan Strait and that the U.S. will continue to support Taiwan's self-defense, consistent with long-standing policy. She also contended that Taiwan was a vibrant democracy that contributes to the global good, from technology to health and beyond, and that the United States will continue to deepen their unofficial ties. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel, CFI, that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces, IDF. The Holocaust survivors and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders, Sharon and Ray Saunders, continue to do their work despite the current challenges. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and for the work of this organization. To learn more about CFI, you are invited to visit their website, cfijerusalem.org. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on the launching of the high-level strategic dialogue on technology cooperation on Wednesday, September 28th in Washington, D.C. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel submitted that an Israeli delegation was led by the Innovation Minister and the National Security Advisor, and that this event will place Israel among a select few countries that the United States sees 
as a strategic partner in this field. Furthermore, the Foreign Ministry added that in the framework of the Jerusalem Declaration, which was signed by Prime Minister Yair Lapid and President Joseph Biden, it was decided to advance a dialogue on strategic technologies in order to bring U.S.-Israel relations to new heights and create a partnership in critical and emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence and quantum computing and in the fields that are of global concern such as pandemic preparedness, preparing for climate change, food security and more. Lastly, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs noted that the goal of the meeting was to reach understandings and build mechanisms for concrete cooperation that will enable upgrading technological cooperation between the countries in the short term. This dialogue positions Israel alongside America's leading strategic partners in technology, argued the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website, the King is coming soon. Com. Threads in the tapestry, conflict and resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Like other husbands, he provides for his wife a home. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the series The Moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House issued the remarks by Vice President Harris aboard the USS Howard Naval Ship in Japan on Wednesday, September 28th. She argued that the US will continue to support Taiwan's self-defense consistent with long-standing policy. Internationally the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on the U.S.-Israel Strategic Dialogue on Technological Cooperation, which was launched at the White House on Wednesday, September 28th. Welcome to our devotional. 
all week we'll be looking at the series The Moves of God. On Monday we focused on why did the Lord cause the Midianites to come up against Israel? How long did they oppress Israel? On Wednesday it will be Gideon discusses the plight of the children of Israel with the angel of the Lord who appoints him to defeat the Midianites. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord Wells, our special guest speaker, will share with us on how God uses his encouragement by signs, dreams, and specific instructions to guide Gideon to defeat the army of the Midianites. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizarite, while his son Gibeon threshed wheat in the winepress, in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, O oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles, which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us, and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. The source of this text is from the book of Judges, chapter 6, verses 11 to 16. One other verse. Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea, in multitude, eating and drinking and rejoicing. This text was from the book of First Kings, chapter 4, verse 20. Under the kings, Saul, David and Solomon, the kingdom was undivided. We see that under King Solomon, the king God blessed with exceptional wisdom and wealth the people lived in peace and prosperity. Now going back to the days of Judges, which era came before the kings, the children of Israel then could have experienced what their descendants for a time did obtain from the Lord through the kings, peace, security and prosperity. We see in this story the angel of the Lord, who was at one time just called the Lord, came to Gideon. 
He was of the tribe of Manasseh. Joseph was the father of two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, both of whom were adopted by Jacob as part of his own number, and they became tribes in Israel. We see Gideon working on the very hard circumstances. His heart was very heavy, and although he had servants, it seems as though this day he was alone. When the Lord came by to appoint him as his leader soldier to fight against Israel's enemies, the Midianites and the Amalekites. We see Gideon arguing with the Lord, discussing their plight and how could God be with them. He points back to the fact during the time of Moses that the Lord had done great things for his people then. But now, what was happening? Nothing seems to be working for them. He could not reconcile their situation with the past. We don't see the Lord preaching to him, telling him about the sins of the people, which we learnt about on Monday. But instead, the Lord moves forward in leading the conversation to tell Gideon that he will lead the people in battle. Yet again, Gideon asks more questions, and the Lord patiently assures him that he will be with him. Let's read this text. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. This text was taken from Judges chapter 6 verse 10. We can see that there are multiple times in the Bible when the Lord calls someone to a particular assignment, he always assures them that he will be with them. We see this with Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, Gideon, the disciples of Jesus and Paul the Apostle. I'm sure that you are able to add your own name to the list as well. The Lord always wants to and promises to be with his servants. The reliance must be on our part. Other observations. The Lord also tells Gideon to do some other specific things, including his instructions for him to destroy his father Joash's idol, which apparently was utilized by the people in the community. So when Gideon destroyed Baal, the people wanted to kill him. Nevertheless, the Lord protected him by his father's challenge to let Baal seek justice for himself. Baal could not. The idol was an abomination in the sight of the Lord. So it had to be destroyed for the Lord to intervene lest the people turn and give their idols the praise for the work of the hand of the Lord their God. Let's read this text. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, 
take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of this rock, in the proper arrangement, and take the second bull and offer burnt sacrifice with the word of the image which you shall cut down. This text was taken from Judges chapter 6, verses 25 and 26. In closing, God wants to help us, and he desires to work in our midst. Listen to hear what his instructions are to you. We need to recognize that he often uses vessels that are imperfect and weak. He went to Gideon, who was from the tribe of Manasseh, often overlooked, but he would be willing, with lots of encouragement, to follow the Lord. Gideon had to act on the word of God, despite his questions. He had to remove the village idol. He had to build an altar to God according to the man in which he required same to be built. This was to encourage the people to seek the Lord their God. In the midst of the national crisis, the Lord comes down to an ordinary man and asks him to do something to save God's people from the continual persecution of their enemies. Gideon obviously loved the Lord and must have recalled the great stories of yesteryear and wanted to see the hand of God manifested in their situation. Thus the Lord comes to him so as to give him an opportunity to participate in the solution of the problem. What is the situation that really disturbs you? Pray about it and listen. Chances are the Lord will talk to you about ways to be a problem solver. Be willing to trust the Lord, just as David says, Oh my God, in you I put my trust. And this is from Psalm 7 verse 1. Be ready. Be willing. Please let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We worship you, we praise you, we adore you. We thank you that you look, you see, you hear, you're moved with compassion and you do respond to the voices of your people. It may seem long, it may seem as though you have not heard, but you do respond, and then you choose a man or a woman to respond in following your specific instructions to bring about redemption or salvation or deliverance to your people. Lord, you sent Jesus Christ into the world to die for our sins. He paid ultimate price for us sinners. And now you have appointed us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to the people. You have appointed your people to do things 
You have said to us clearly, we must occupy till you come. We must be laborers in your vineyard. We must be following that which you have appointed for us to do. And you will help us. You will be with us. You would give us the abilities through the Holy Spirit. All you need for us to do is say yes, is to be willing. Gideon asked many questions. He complained. He talked about the past. But you kept him focused on the purpose of your visit with him and encouraged him to be willing to say yes. And he was able to do it because you said to him, you will be with him and that you will help him and you guaranteed success. You have done the same with us, Lord. You have called us, you have appointed us, and you have assured us of your presence, and you have showed us the outcome as well. It will be good. It will be to the pleasure of your holy name. Therefore, help each of us today to purpose in our hearts to say yes to you, and to be strong and of good courage. Help us, Lord, to lean on you and to obey your voice. Forgive us for hesitancy, for even reluctancy, and in some instances, total outright refusal to work with you. Help us, O oh God. Help those who do not know you to be saved so they can also join and participate in, in this great work that you have set for your people to do. We are not to be idle, we are not to be sleepers, but we are to be workers in the vineyard of the Lord. We ask you to give us the grace to do so. In Jesus' name, amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 301. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Circuit, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Case, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Okuch for his handiwork, sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.